Somewhere south of Los Angeles, you'll find amongst the sports cars, the suburbs, and the surgically enhanced population, a somewhat unlikely trio. A menage a trois of sorts. Dina, a real housewife in every sense, with her impeccable taste and an appreciation for the finer things in life. And Katie, a mom of five young kids, news commentator, and trial lawyer. And then there's Lexi, the youngest and self-proclaimed coolest of the trio, who might fit the show into her schedule if she's in the mood. But for all their differences, they have one important thing in common. Blunt opinions on everything. Love them or hate them. This is Latte Larry's. I really don't know how we're going to get through this episode because I am smoking mad at my co-host Katie right now. I don't even want to look at her. No, she's not kidding. It's it's really uncomfortable. I actually don't want to be alone in a room with her either. You, you should be worried. What do you want to I'm tell worried. the people what you did? I'm going to tell the people. So this is actually awkward because I wanted to do this live on the air but it became like too uncomfortable to to tell Dina that because she started like guessing and predicting things beforehand. And so unfortunately I had to reveal things. I predicted it. Okay. So here's the, here's the story. So basically, obviously I have five kids. I want to make them happy. Um, this is we're in quarantine. Has nothing to do with leading the up to it. Okay, <laughs> so I told Dina today, and Lexi's remote, so she couldn't come over. I told Dina to come over around two thirty because I wanted to show her a surprise. And the very first thing she says to me is, "You got a cat." Now, normally, you know that wouldn't really be a big deal. No, normally, that would excite me if someone got a cat. Normally, I'd want to she's be part an, of the process of adopting a she's, cat. She's an animal lover, obviously. So I didn't tell Dina until um, the said cat is already okay, here. So the truth is that, yes, I did get a cat. That's the punchline. She didn't get a cat. She bought a cat, first of all. <laughs> and do I judge people who buy animals in today's oh, really? day and age? Was Ladybug a rescue? Um, that was 13, 14 years ago before I knew better. And Grandma Wrinkles? Grandma Wrinkles also, again, before I knew better. Okay. And since I started adopting um, Gracie's 10 years old, 10 years ago. You've never looked back. Yes. But here's, here's the whole situation. So what a lot of you don't know is we live on a farm. So we literally back up to acres and acres of land and mountains and horses where there are lots of rats and bunnies and mice. Right. Like where animals live. Yes. Yes. Like wild, wild animals. Wild animals. <laughs> wild animals. Okay. So every night, it literally the first night I moved in here, I cracked open my windows the first night to get some fresh air. And I heard what I thought was a woman being murdered <laughs> to the point, like I froze <laughs> and I'm like, Dave, Wait, someone's is, being is murdered. Is this about the, the Native American um, no, no, episode? No, no, no. That's okay. a different one. Different, different this situation. was a pack of coyotes eating a rabbit or perhaps someone's cat outback screaming like women because they got their catch of the day. So we live in this development. So I already said it's filled with all animals and all kinds of things that coyotes like to come around. So they come around often, sometimes in the afternoon, they're not even scared anymore. They come dusk, but they're always out and about. I'll be in the hot tub at night and there they are on the other side of the wall. So for that reason, my cats are limited to the upstairs of our house and also because the bullies will probably kill them. But we also two have layers of uh, risk for them. Yes. yes. But we also live in beautiful homes that happen to be the same exact style um, home. <laughs> the same house. Yeah. Yes. And part of the, I guess what the draw that this house was is the entire back of the house opens up with accordion doors. So at any given time, you just live outside. 
in my house, I keep the door shut most of the time because there was a mouse in my kitchen once and it lived in my cabinets and it came from keeping the doors open. But in Katie's house, these doors all, are open 24 seven. The kids are going in and out. They're just pretty much open all the time. Okay. So before I get the animal control called on me, which I'm more than happy to talk to them. They can visit my house and they can I'm not determine if I should own a, a cat. the fact that you are capable of having an animal. I, I am I not mean, you letting the cat out. Five it's children. I'm sure outside. you can handle an animal. I can, yes. But, but no, I know that you're not judging whether I can actually own a cat, mm-hmm. but just the circumstances of the cat. Yes. yes. Okay. So he's not going outside. Okay. And first of all, Dina's not kidding. Okay. I'm not so kidding. Let me just, My just, stomach is in nuts. I'm so mad at her. Let I don't me even just know. Describe. So then actually after she guessed that I was getting a cat, I denied it. And then she thought maybe I was pregnant, but I think she knew that that wasn't the secret. And I'm not pregnant. I have still been holding steady on my wine drinking, although I've decreased it a little bit. Okay, well, let's also say that my psychic Natalie, who has been right about everything else that I had a reading a couple of weeks ago, everything she said is coming true. She also saw me holding a child, a baby. It's not my baby. So I guess it's going to be somebody else's. 100% not mine. So I got all excited. I asked her if I could have the baby because she has five (laughs) children ready. Does she need an extra one? And she makes her little boys, um, her... The, her daughter is her stepdaughter, but her four little boys are um, of you and Andy's yes. um, concoction. Mm-hmm. And they're the cutest little boys you'll ever see. So I know she makes cute kids. They're well-behaved. They're nice. So I asked her if I can have the next one. I said one. yes, but I don't have one. So, <laughs> you know, I would if I could. Okay, and back to the cat. Okay, so, so, then, okay, so then- not only, I just really want to rip you a new asshole. Go not ahead. only did she not adopt one, but she bought- I didn't. No, she fucking bought a cat. <laughs> I did. And I'm judging hard on that. It's a beautiful kitten. It's so it's cute. It's so cute. It looks like a mini ladybug. It's got big blue eyes it's so and it's cute. a chinchilla Persian. I, I did buy it. And I'm I really like one of those people. hope it doesn't end up in the belly of a coyote. Okay. So, so then I was, um, we were at our house and Dina was at her house and I told her about this, this surprise, which she figured out. And so she stormed over to my house and barged in the door. I was upstairs with the cat and with my stepdaughter and we were just like having a little photo shoot with him. And he was so cute on the bean bag. And then, then I hear someone barge into my house and yell, what animal is here? <laughs> and then my kids who are like, you know, they're actually four five and six years old. They, they don't know that it's wrong to have a, a pet. <laughs> and I think they like, they awkwardly like disclosed to her that it was a cat, right? Yeah, they, not awkwardly. <laughs> they were actually excited. Yeah, it's a cat. It's a cat. It's upstairs. I'm upstairs. There's a mommy. And then my, my au pair was like, she was nervous. Was as nervous. Hell. She was like, she knew that Dina was angry because I hadn't told her. And so then she just like pretended like not to see Dina, even though yeah. she <laughs> just kept on eating room. her salad She's and pretending like that I wasn't even staring there. Staring at her plate. Like, yeah. so Katie, all I'm going to say is I'm not, I'm actually going to put a little white bubble around this gorgeous little cat and oh, protect so its nice. soul. Instead um, of a, but yeah, at one point, if the cat is missing, um, don't be surprised if perhaps I stole it. Okay, well, because, I know where to find it in your well, cat Well, no, prison. you won't because I'll rehome it and I've done it before. Oh, you're rehoming my oh, cat? Yeah. I have stolen people's animals and this is a warning <laughs> and I have, I have no problem doing it. If I in any way feel that the animal is in jeopardy of anything, I have done it before and I will do Are it you again. Gonna, will you admit I it will or will steal. you just deny it? Um, it depends on the situation. Um, my sister and I <laughs> stole someone's cat once because I had no teeth and it was like in a parking lot of Food Town. How do you know it was owned by someone? Because we took it from the parking lot. We rehomed it. We got it all vet checked and everything. And then there were signs all over the shopping center that said lost cat with the picture. I'm not bringing it back. 
Did you feel bad about it? Not at all. We got it a great new home. Another time I stole someone's dog out of their front of their house. I didn't know it was <laughs> their house. But out of their yard? Yeah. It was a little white Maltese. It's not a lost dog. It's out Well, that's- I thought it was lost because it had no freaking collar and it was outside in Patterson, New Jersey okay. by itself at night, just waiting to get mauled by a pit bull because they're the other little white Maltese thing. I love pit bulls. I have one. They don't always maul animals, but if it's a little white thing that looks like a little rat, it's going to try to attack it. So anyway, I picked up this Maltese and it put it in my car and it was bleeding all (laughs) over. You committed two crimes. You trespassed and you stole. Yes, I did. That's actually a burglary. But can I tell you something? Legal fact. It peed in my car and it peed blood because guess what? I had a kidney infection that the owners had no idea. So so I gave it a bath. I took it to the vet. I found a new home for it. And then the guy who scared of Dina right now, the guy looking straight into my soul as she says this, like it's like a premonition for my future. The guy who I rehomed it with, he was way too nice because he went on like the petfinder.com and he saw that they were missing this dog and he bought it back to them. And I was kind of upset with him because they didn't even know their freaking dog was sick. They didn't even know. It was so you didn't even blood. find a new, a good home for it. I found a great home, but then the guy got weak and he was like, what if it's a kid that's missing its dog? Mm, that is sad. It is sad. So anyway, I guess who paid for the fucking surgery to the dog's kidneys and everything? Me. And then it wound up back at the house that didn't even oh my care God. about it. So that anyway, is- my point is, Katie, I have stolen animals before. I have rehomed <laughs> them. I will do it again. If I feel this cat is in any kind of jeopardy, I'm making random checks to make sure the doors are not open. The, the cat will be safe. And just for the record, I've owned many cats throughout my yeah, life. Let's, let's talk I about how the last cats. one died. Okay. That cat came from a dumpster. It was a farm cat. It was always into our outdoor it cat. It doesn't deserve it to be. It didn't die. It, it was got stolen. eaten by a coyote. No, You're saying it got stolen because you yes. don't want to. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the exact circumstances of how it was stolen. My cat who was actually like almost 10 years old and she always went in and outside and she would come home at night was always known by all of my neighbors. ass farm exactly. cat. Exactly. That's that. But I'll tell you how it happened. So, this cat was known by all my neighbors. It was an ugly alley cat. But I loved her. She was so sweet. And like, she was the best cat, but she's always wild. She always wanted to go in and out. Like ever since she was a kitten, because she came from a dumpster in Delaware. That was her nature. So we loved her. We let her do what she wanted. She would come around. Never any problems at all. And then one time, one day randomly, I was walking and my neighbor called me and said, oh, I have a new neighbor. They moved in. And then they said, oh, we found a cat. Oh, no, no, no. We found a cat. And, and my, perhaps she told they them, stole it's the cat, my cat because they felt yes. it wasn't in good hands. They stole my cat. Was it me? Did I steal it your cat? It was some new, new unknown neighbor. So this happened. Okay. That one day, my neighbor, other neighbor rescued it and said, no, I know where that cat lives. She had a collar on. She's chipped and everything and gave her back to me. The next freaking day, I get a call from a, the vet. Somebody had dropped my cat off to get chipped at the vet and they called me and uh, because it's associated with my well, name. It shouldn't have been outside. Same thing. And then this cat outside. lived outside. That was her joy. And then <laughs> the next day, I think there was a Facebook post somewhere in there about, we found this t- cat walking around by itself and that's not okay. Some crazy person like you taking issue with my cat who lived okay. outside for a decade. So and I've- then it's gone. And then I never saw my fucking cat again. Okay, because it lives inside a beautiful life without being harmed by outside. Side well, elements. They stole my cat. I had that cat for a long time. She was my cat. <laughs> Nobody had a problem with her, in, let alone her. All right, she, what about our neighbor? Okay. Oh, well. Okay. okay. Whose bright white cat was outside the other night with coy- okay. howling coyotes in the near distance. <laughs> time out. So, wait, have, you never had a cat go missing or an animal no, of yours ever? No, never. You've never lost Knock an on animal? Wood. Nope. Really? Nope. 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 
No, I okay. watched him like a fucking hawk. Are you okay, kidding me? Fair enough. But then you can judge. I can't. I'm judge. judging hard. I'm a hard judger when I it comes think, to that. But it's not fair. Okay. Our went, neighbor's cat was outside. It actually came to our door. We were having dinner or something, and it came like knocking at our door, basically. Bright white. Like we went to target go get it for a coyote, and then it like darted, darted. And not only coyotes, <laughs> owls. There's a big ass okay, owl they, that they lives in the tree. They had a whole search party, so we knocked on their door. And by the way, our neighbors are like not the friendliest. Um, they're okay. I, I and don't she know. has three other dogs that she leaves outside. She's which like I'm, she's kind of like um in her own world, but she did come outside. And they had a search party with flashlights for their cat. So what do you they want them to do? They didn't even know it was fucking missing. We cat. had to ring the doorbell 10 o'clock <laughs> at night cat. and let them know that their bright white cat was wandering in the Cutter. midnight darkness. Oh my God, Dina's so mad. I'm like, I, am, I'm I have not- a stomach ache. My stomach is in <laughs> I'm nuts. I'm sweating. I feel so nervous. I actually was, should my, be. You my, have my, every right to be nervous. My four right kids are like, they felt so guilty about, they oh, were the like. boys didn't care. No, they didn't care. Your stepdaughter did because she was caring for it. And I just yeah. told her very nicely that I'm not mad at you, honey. I'm mad at Katie. <laughs> that doesn't give her anxiety at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's fine with it. But so the cat's here. His name is Tiger. My kids named him. Um, we'll post his picture on the Instagram. He's, really he's so adorable. I just, I'm going to protect gonna his eaten. little soul and I might just steal him. I so. feel like there's a couple of things Dina's going to do. One, she's going to put hopefully a bubble of protection around him. I am. I Two, uh, she's putting a curse on me. She keeps staring at me. No, I won't soul. do that because you have all these beautiful children <laughs> you need to care for. So I'm not going to put a curse well, on you. Well, that's him. the only thing stopping her. Yep. She doesn't, care, <laughs> she doesn't care about me, but she only cares about the fact that I might have to like care Don't, for her. Have you, have you met me? Do you know how much like animals mean more to me than people in oh, general? I'm not, I'm not second guessing that at okay. all. I, I'm not even. So like you can go and like smack Dave in the face. And I'll be like, that's fucked up. Don't do that. But if you like touch one of my dogs, I will cut a bitch. Well, I would never touch your dogs in, okay. a, in a negative way. I like your, I like <laughs> G. Um, I don't know how I feel about little mama, but oh, she oh, just understood. Leave her alone. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, that's the only thing stopping Dina from calling animal control on me. Just she'll call it retaliation. And then we'll we'll only bites people that come into the home. She's never tried to bite someone outside of the home. She's not brought outside the home. She doesn't have access to them. She would. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's like, that's not even really a fair assessment of her demeanor. I mean, little mama added this. This has nothing to do with her, Katie. This has everything to do with you and Tiger. Just bring it. (laughs) Call the animal control. We'll come knocking. Anyway, so Katie wanted to, I don't know why she wanted me to rip her new asshole on, live on our podcast so everyone can hear how irresponsible she was buying a cat when there's millions of kittens at home. Adopt, don't shop, guys. Yes, adopt, don't shop. And even if you wanted a fucking Persian cat, there's Persian cat rescues. There are? Yes, oh, there is. Well, next time we'll keep that little tidbit of information. You know, that's okay. I, I Here's my per, um, perspective on everything. Like, I'm not a judgmental person. I am. <laughs> like, Dina. I'm like, whatever people want to do. Like, I think it's nice if you adopt or if you want to buy a cat or a dog. I mean, like, you know, that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's okay. That G, they, was, G was not a, a rescue. That was Dave's fault. Dave mm. bought me G so before he three, knew. Oh, wait. And wait, do you know five animals? Do you know the home. story of a, what about and all the And G's only like, G's a baby. G's eight years, seven years old. Seven, six, you year, had, six, six years old. Mom okay. is eight years old. Well, you said, okay. We'll see you. So this is what happened. I'm going I'm, I'm to tell, tell the quick story of G. And then I think we, I'm not even going to call Lexi because I'm that mad. I don't even want to make a joke of it. So Lexi, I 
we already filled her in. I FaceTimed her and I said, look no, at your can, new cat. We have to call her to talk about our other um, topic right. okay. just briefly. Do we have time for this? Where's our We're, engineer? We do. We have, okay. well, we have a few. So bones. I'm going to tell you the story of G real quick. So this is a really messed up story. So there was a white bulldog um, on Twitter because Instagram wasn't really big at that time. This was six years ago. And someone tweeted me because they know I love animals and they're like, this dog is deaf and blind and needs a home and is being like mistreated, blah, 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 blah. Beautiful white bulldog with blue eyes because it was deaf. So I write back to the woman and I'm like, oh my God, I will take it. Where is it? And she says, Pennsylvania. I said, fine, I will drive out to get it. She goes, great. I'll work out the details. Come get it next Tuesday, blah, 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 blah. And we tweeted back and forth, like inboxed and everything. So now like the day before I'm going to get this dog, I reach out to her again and we became like quite friendly mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, can you give me the address and, you know, meeting point or whatever. She never responded again. So of course, like now I post, you know, what happened to this woman and this dog turned out it was a scam. There was mm-hmm. no dog. It was just a crazy housewife fan who wanted to talk to me. Oh gosh. That's Got scary. my hopes up about this puppy. And now I'm crying. Like, where is this dog? Does it still exist? Was it ever mistreated? Is it still being mistreated? And I was really upset. And Dave, um, thought he was doing a good thing by getting me a dog and he got me G. Oh, see, that's nice. And so, you know what? That's a good reason why people can buy dogs. You know, you need a quick, quick fix for like a traumatic situation. And I, I was upset with him, but then G was so damn cute. And, and G's really G sweet. needed me and he's human. He was like, he came into my life at the exact time that he needed to. He was, his real name is Gabriel. So he was sent just Aww, like the angel see? Gabriel. There's still animals. Like even like if you have an animal that you bought, there's still my oh. souls that need yeah, homes. Yeah, of course. They're all beautiful. I love all kinds of animals, bread, animals, yeah. and all of it. Then I think about the poor little mother that keeps pumping out these kittens so people like you can buy them on the internet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. I, the cat is so cute. So we're just going to, we're just going to see how it goes. And I mean, hopefully it goes well, but. Hopefully um, it goes well. I mean. No, I have no real concerns. We're going to be very Andy cautious. just promised me. He was dead serious. He's, he goes, what is your main concern? I said coyotes. He promised me there will be no um, coyote action at all. Andy's so I don't more, know what that means. Andy is like the most anal person in the world. He would never go back on his word. He's not kidding. He I actually, get- I want like, you know, the alarms that are on the doors for like the kids to go out once you put a pool in. I want to be on the alert for those alarms. So if the doors open, I need to be alerted of it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, she's going to steal my cat. I it's going to be awkward. But it's not going to be awkward at all. You're going to be fine. We'll visit it. It's all right. fine. All right. Do you want to talk about another subject today or are we, are we wrapping this up? Do well, you, is, okay. So I wanted to ask, you know, one thing, and this is unrelated to any cat. <laughs> cat maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Oh, well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm scared of. Um, so my question was, is karma real? And I'm asking Dina because obviously she is more of an expert in um, all things like supernatural, astrological. Well, I, I don't What's think karma? I'm an expert. What I said well, more yesterday in our work on our walk was I know a little bit about a lot. Yeah. So karma is absolutely real. It's just the law of um, what you put out will come back. Mm. You know, like there's I don't know what's that silver thing, the balls that you hit the first ball and it right. swings out. I know out. what you mean. You I don't know, know what it's called. called. Like a pendulum Pendulum or or like, but it's like like the five balls. Anyway, that's exactly how energy works. So what you put out into the universe will come back to you good and bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't happen right away. And sometimes it will come in a different form. So a lot of people will be like, Oh my God, I just sold, I just stole $5. Like, is someone going to steal $5 from me? That's not necessarily how it work, but something may be taken away from you. That wasn't supposed to be or what have you. So basically I live my life by karma. And a lot of people will say to me like, 
Oh my God, Dina, you're such a good person. I'm not. I actually have horrible thoughts about what I want to do to people. I just don't don't act on them because I believe in karma. Oh, so wait. So, okay. That makes sense then. So karma is kind of like the secret in a way. Like it's just the same thing. It's like any sort of manifestation. Yeah. That Well, and it's it's not even intentional. It's not like a honed in manifestation where you're like specifically doing something. But I mean, a lot of people do live a good life because they believe in that. So maybe that's kind of intentional. Like I said, like, I don't want to do something bad because I know there's going to be a price for it. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what direction it's going to come from, but it will come. So do you ever see people living like for a long period of time and they don't get what's coming to them? Like there's well, no karma you, and you're like, what you the don't heck? know that. And sometimes oh, yeah. there are these people that are really shitty and you think they're living this charm life and everything's perfect, but you right. don't know what's really know. going on. You never know. Or you don't know that this is, I mean, I believe in other lifetimes. This could yeah. be like, you may have to pay your karmic debt next lifetime. Oh, so it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily. I mean, from, anytime in this Yeah, life. because you can have someone, I mean, I have. Plenty of people in my life who are wonderful people and really bad things happen to them. Right. That's the other piece of it that I always wonder about. I always think that. Yeah. But it could be generational karmic debt. It could be from a past life. So it seems like it kind of. Okay. So I guess my question is this. So if you could be paying some sort of like generational karmic debt or like something from a past life, like Mm -hmm. no matter what you do in this life, like you're still going to have shitty things happen to you. And how is that really fair? Or how does that work? It's not fair, but your soul goes on forever. So that's where it's fair. It's because at some point you created that karma. those people can't like manifest good things? You can, or you can manifest a way to understand it. Like I feel like when something really bad happens to me, I don't feel like why me? I feel like, what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. You know, how can I grow and evolve so I don't have to go through this again? Yeah. Um, So that's really, it's all perspective. So a person who is not very like, um, I don't know, I hate the word spiritual, but someone that's not very aware may say like, go to the victim mode. Like Mm -hmm. I don't deserve this, blah, 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 blah. Right. And that doesn't do any good for anybody. So what you can do when something bad happens to you is say, okay, obviously there was a reason why this happened. Mm -hmm. Let me learn from it because my biggest thing is I'm trying to get all the lessons I can on this lifetime because I don't want to come back. I want to go. Where you don't want everything. to come back at all? No. As a new form? No. Is that possible? I thought you said our seal, our souls are Oh, forever. no. You evolve and you evolve. And then at one point you get to the highest place. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that like so, a Buddhist sort of perspective or is that like- I mean, it's in a lot of different from? religions. A lot yeah. of um, ancient Indian beliefs um, believe that. So reincarnation is basically your soul comes back in other forms in each lifetime. And the goal is to grow as much as you can. And then when you are the highest, like Jesus, very Jesus-like, they say that most people, like perfect example, you know, I work with children with cancer all the time. And mm-hmm. for me, it was like, why, like, there's no karma that this right. child deserves any of this or, you know, whatever. But what they say is a child with cancer is actually here on their last life. And their last l- lesson is to teach others about mm. compassion. Oh, wow. So there's not one person in this world who can be in the presence of a child with cancer and not feel compassion, mm-hmm. empathy, whatever. Right. So that's what their last lesson was. So it's actually a beautiful thing where they came back here mm-hmm. to teach others, which the most important lesson is love and compassion. Oh, well, that is a really nice way to look at it. I mean, I, I think yeah. that's, yeah, that's what I'm kind of curious about. But so then, because there's people that have horrible things happen all the time, like yeah. over and over and over. So does that mean like they were um, super wait, wait, shitty? The, the kittens here. Oh, the kitten came to be a guest on the yeah, show. And they just want to freaking <laughs> he wants really to bring upset me. We he were just... talking about a nice sub- subject now, but we have to yeah. revert back. Now, we were, we were, now I'm mad at you again, Katie. Congratulations, oh Andy. I, we were fine. We were talking about karmic lessons, and now you blew it. 
Now I'm mad at both of you again. giving me the biggest evil look ever. I know. I'm, I'm not giving you an evil look because you're holding a beautiful child of God. She <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't want bad karma. She knows no. that if she wishes ill on me, then yes. she's going to pay the pay the price on yeah, it. Yeah, and I already told you, you have all these beautiful kids to take care of, so I'm not going to wish you any ill. And but I'm your surrogate you're potentially just, in the future. Maybe. You play your cards right. <laughs> maybe. And plus that cat will be mine soon anyway. Well, Tina just looked at it like she was like, she's come looking. to mommy, come to mommy. What if, what if he it's did? So what if he cute. left across the table? He just knows. Like, he knows. He knows. He knows All right, we should wrap lover. this up. We have no engineer telling us to wrap it up, but my gut is telling me we are over our allotted time slot. So you're, all, you're almost right. We're exactly at 25. So with that, talk to you later. Bye.